0: Praising. We thank the Lord for his goodness, his mercy, and his grace. God's progressions are unique. God tells us up front that we're coming out with a shout. And then he lets us go into a whole lot of stuff. Can I get a witness? And by faith, we've got to know that we know that we know that all things are working together for the good. Praise His name. This morning, we're in 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5 is the first stop of this journey. 1 Peter chapter 5 and This new series is the principles and promises of Almighty God. And today we're looking at God's principle, listen to this, of trouble. His principle of trouble, that trouble can be very powerful tool in the life of God's people. Amen. First, first Peter chapter five, verse 10, but the God of all grace. Now, uh, just just stop, stop, hold up. All denotes, there's more than one. Saving grace, keeping grace, sanctification grace, suffering grace, sufficient grace, the, uh, giving grace. God says, all grace flows from my throne. Amen. And I am, yeah, the God of all grace. But the God of all grace who has called us saints by calling unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, yeah, that's the position after that ye have suffered a while that's the process will make you perfect, established, strengthen, and settle you, that's the product God, God is saying something so deep that we need to understand that This is not about us finishing strong without him. This is about us finishing with him. And I can do all things through Christ who keeps on strengthening me. The life of the believer has been sovereignly predestined beforehand to a new place. Hmm. Predetermined by new purpose and program for a new pattern. It is God's principles in his word when properly applied that enables us to live this life and become liberated. If we're to have peace and power and promotion, guidance, growth, and bring glory to the Savior, then we need God's principle of listen to this, trouble administer to our lives as the Holy Spirit totally controls all facets. Hmm. This precept, this principle, designs us in deliverance, enlightens us, exposes us, gives us experience in our daily difficulties, delays, and departures from doubt and defeat.
1: That, that, is,
0: that is, that God is constantly working in us, preposition in, through us, preposition through, for us preposition four amen God God is constantly at work and and and, and uh, whatever's going on in your life this morning god 's hand is somewhere in the, in the vicinity. There are no coincidences in Christ. Can I get a witness and um, here in First Peter, the apostle gives us a prescription of the power of grace. Into the lives of believers and what what I want to do, I want to keep this as simple uh, as possible. Because too often we get caught up in things that have no merit. What Peter has done here under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is Peter gets to the last chapter of 1 Peter whose theme, the, the theme of 1 Peter is suffering grace that God's people were suffering. Most of them were Jews. The dysphoria, they were spread out. They were detached from the Commonwealth of Israel. And they were getting discouraged. And James wrote to the same crowd. And uh, it's interesting that uh, sometimes in our lives, the only thing we have left is faith. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. My faith, you cannot, unless I let you, have my faith. You cannot take my faith. Amen. I know, listen, uh, the 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 songwriter said, I, I, you can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, when we look at this text, Peter, the apostle, always named first in the list because he was Jesus Christ chief of staff here, Peter, 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 Peter identifies four critical movements in this text and I want you to see this. He identifies God as the God of all grace 10A and he says that we've been called to the eternality by Jesus Christ and then he moves amen to a process that all of us must pass through after you have suffered a while is a qualifier hang in there then he names the product that will come out when God is finished are y'all getting this so look what he says four four key words he says he will make you perfect Greek word teleos which means maturity God will grow you up won't he grow you up and some of us act just like kids. Well, what, what is it about? Some of us are married to kids. Some of us, yeah, might as well just throw everything out there. Amen. You're childish in your marriage. You're childish in your mind. You're childish with your money. You're childish with your, your feelings and your fractures and all. You're just childish. We're just childish, childish, childish. And we need to grow up. What, what, what is characteristic of immature people spiritually? Well, first of all, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I, I did this this morning, um, immature people live by their feelings. Everything is about my feelings. I don't feel loved. I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel like nobody cares. It's a child. Grow up. You cannot sustain on your feelings. The data coming in to establish your feelings is not always from God. (laughs) So a babe, an immature person has a problem with their feelings and then an immature person has a problem with their focus. Perspective. Poor me. I love victims. I eat victims up. Poor me. Nobody cares. I might as well just go kill myself. (laughs) Let me take another selfie. (laughs) Who the heck cares about your selfies? I don't their feelings, their focus, their fears. Baby is very fearful. And 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 our fears say, you know, where am I in this equation? We always got to touch ourselves. Where am I in this equation? And uh what attention am I going to get? What applause do I need? How does this affect me? Hmm. And immature people are not only caught up in their feelings, their focus, their fears, but they are big on fault-finding. They can see everything wrong with you, but they won't confess nothing that's wrong with them. That's a babe in Christ. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. You know what? I, I, you ain't gonna say amen. I'm preaching. Say amen, clock. Amen. I'm preaching. I don't have time to find fault with you. I don't have time to criticize you. I don't have time to pull you up on the big screen. I got too much, Dr. Bettner, in my life that needs to be straightened out. I got a faith that keeps falling. I got a faith that keeps failing. I got a faith that keeps falling short. I don't have time to look at you. And by the way, you are not the reason for the state that I'm in. I'm sick of that too. Hmm. Oh, my frictions, my fractures. Hmm. I I I would do better, but you don't know what happened in my past. Excuse me. Everybody sitting here has negatives in their past. You just choose to keep using yours. I'm, I'm so glad we have a professional counseling department in this church. After 29 years, Dr. Bruce Bedner, he we outsourced stuff to him. He, he is qualified. Uh, Leroy, who was here earlier, qualified. Because when I did all the counseling, I had drive-through counseling. You know, you go to McDonald's and drive through? Two patties. Uh, and 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 my policy was: Listen, this ain't my gift, but I'm gonna try to help people out. Are y'all, are y'all with me? I I got all these counseling books. I'm gonna try to. I took counseling in Bible college. I'm gonna try to help you out. And if you talk slow, write it down before you get there, so I can read it. Cause I am not gonna sit in my study twenty minutes and wait for you to talk like this. Well, you know I. What was I saying? No, not in here. You ain't dead. You got two minutes to state your case. Another two minutes, I'm going to give you a scripture. Another two minutes, we're going to praise. Next two minutes, you leaving. That's it. That's it. That's it. it. And listen, y'all laughing, but it worked. People knew they couldn't come to my office be no victim. Pastor ain't playing that. In the name of Jesus. Thank God I don't do that no more. So, so Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3, where where there's divisions among you, you're carnal and you're living like babes. So, if we understand the makeup of immature people that they have a feeling focused, fearful, fault-finding, featured problem that keeps looking at their own fractures, then we need to grow up. It ain't about you. It's not about you. It's about him. Do I have a witness? Now unto him. It's about him. It's about him. And our job is to keep pointing you to him. He's the doctor. Isn't that right? And to him is Jesus. Not Buddha. The him is Jesus. I want to get that plain too. He, He is the doctor in a sick room and the lawyer in a courtroom. And he's a bridge over troubled waters. Isn't that right? My job is not to be like Lucifer and want to receive the glory. My job is to reflect glory back up to him. Do I have a witness? So, 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 so Peter gives us this, this um, my God, this product, perfect, teleos, maturity, established, Sterisio in the Greek, it means to fix. That the end product is God wants to fix something in your life without your consent. Because some of us wouldn't find nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with me, it's him. Ain't nothing wrong with me, it's her. Ain't nothing wrong with me, it's the pastor. How you gonna blame the pastor? You only see me once every three weeks. Because you really don't come to church. So how are you going to keep blaming me? <laughs> don't blame your stuff on me. I got my own stuff. So child of God, he says, perfect, established, strengthened, do the mo, not do the might, not do the miss. Do the mo is a connotation of being strengthened for something in the future. God's going to do something now, so by the time I get to this, per- this point in the future, I'm already strengthened. And then the last word is settle, and it means to lay a foundation. God is trying to lay a foundation. In a- so Paul gives us, listen, I mean, Peter gives us the product, the end product. We need that. We need to know what God is, what God is up to with all this difficulty in my life. So every time difficulty comes in my life, I can go back and say, okay, he's trying to mature me. He's trying to fix something that's in me. He's trying to strengthen me for something in the future. And he's trying to lay a foundation in my mind, heart, and will. Every time. That's the product. But then Peter reverts back to the principles that gets you to the product. The reason some of us can't go straight to the product because we neglect to the, do the principles. Now, go back to verse 5 and 6 of chapter 5. Are you with me? Open your Bibles. Come on now. Open your Bibles. Open your Bibles. Alright. Likewise, ye younger, submit. So, he's first. He, he says, uh, yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with what? God says the first principle you must have through the power of the Holy Spirit to reach the product is the principle of humility. Can't think you all that in a bag of checks. Hmm. He talks about humility. Verse 7, he talks about trust. Casting all your care upon him. Lord, I can't pull this off by myself. I can't live this life by myself. I can't have peace and joy by myself. 8. Sober-mindedness. Be sober. 8. 9. A vigilant defense. Be be vigilant. That means be on guard. Be be in a state of readiness. Why? Because the devil's coming. Are y'all getting this? The devil is coming. The devil is here. The devil was here. The devil will be back. The devil never leaves. The devil will keep trying. Uh, Can I get a witness? He he says, you got to be vigilant. You got to wake up, be diligent, be ready. Verse 10, have hope. Verse 11, have worship. Verse 12, have faithfulness. Verse 13, 14, have an unusual affection for one another. So when I have these principles functioning, I can look to the product and say, you know what? Here's what God is working on. Paul in Romans 5 don't turn, dealt with both principles and product when he said and tribulations, ellipsis and trouble brings patience perseverance and perseverance trouble brings experience and experience hope and hope is not a shame in the Greek it means hope does not disappoint this kind of hope won't disappoint you James says, it was read in your hearing, count it. That's an accounting term in the Greek, reckoned it. Close your books on this one. Count it all joy. Not if, but when the test is coming. When you fall into divers, the word diver is a 16th century English word. In the Greek, it means a multifaceted problem. That problems can come from every angle, and why should I rejoice, God? Why should I count it all joy, knowing this—that the fire testing of your faith will work out a perseverance, a stick-to-itiveness, a steadfastness? Amen. Uh, and listen, I read this in the Greek. Listen to this definition. God will give you a jubilant spirit in changing circumstances and the reason God can give you a jubilant spirit in changing circumstances because you're trusting the unchanging eternal God. Amen. 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 Is that profound? I can handle my circumstances that keeps chiffing and changing because God never changes. Because He never changes. Any changes going on down here can't affect me because my eyes are glued to Him. You know, when we get in trouble, when we take our eyes off Him and start looking at our changing circumstances. If, if I could just keep my eyes on him when everything is shifting and changing, I remain still because he's unchanging. I, 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 I Lord have mercy. Uh, 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 well, wait a minute. How do you get to that point, preacher? I've learned. And whatever state I'm in, to be content. I know how to abound. I know how uh, to be a base. I know how to have everything. I know how to have nothing. See, 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 Paul grew to the place where, all right, if I got, uh, if, you know, if I go home and I got steak waiting for me, I've been there. I can praise him for the steak. If I go home and open the refrigerator, nothing in there, I can praise him there. I've been there. Can I, I have experiences with both extremes. Can I get a witness? I, 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 my, my joy is not predicated on my junk. Ah, my joy is in him. That's groove. That's groove. You get in trouble. Here's what you ask. Where are you, Jesus? And here's his response. Right here. He walks with me. He talks with me. He tells me that I'm his own. My God. So understanding the product and the principles, now Peter takes us all the way back to the first chapter, deal with the processes. Here's the processes. We, uh, I want you to see, and I'm going to go through them real quickly, the four processes beginning in chapter 1. Will you turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, I don't hear any Bibles. What's wrong? Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's right. Grab a Bible out of the back of the pew. Never believe a preacher. Never believe a preacher. Make sure God is saying it. Are y'all getting this? Now, in verse 3 of chapter 1, we see something here that's of major magnitude. First, the assurance, listen to this now, of God's protective promises. His confirmation, novelty of God's grace. What do you mean by protective promises? Well, all of the promises of God are there to protect you and your mind in the time of trouble. So if you don't know any promises, you have no power. Hmm. All you can do without promises is power and go back to your feelings. I wish God was here. I wish God knew. He knows the way that I take. Look at verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father. Stop! The context is your inheritance in Christ. That's the context. All through the Old Testament, Israel knew God, listen, as creator God, sustaining God and covenant keeping God but no one really knew him as father. This whole father concept does not happen until you get to the New Testament. You ain't getting this, man. When the disciples came to Jesus, said, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Here's what he said in the model prayer. Our father Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now I'm not going through the through the prayer. I'm not going through the prayer, but you see what's mentioned first, Him. Hallowed be your name. Do I have a witness? They didn't know him as father to Jesus, introduced him as father. Jesus became the go-between. God was in Christ, 2 Corinthians 5, reconciling men unto himself, not imputing their trespasses, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So now, because of our inheritance, John 16, 16 to 32, he tells them it's expedient that I go away so the Holy Ghost can come. Well, what is the Holy Ghost going to do? I'm glad you asked. He's going to preach. He's, he's going to tell you about truth. Amen. He's going to testify about me. Can I, he's going to hold the world responsible for their sin. Can I get a witness? He's going to teach, guide, and direct the body of Christ. And, and, when, and when you begin to look at these promises, these promises... Look what he says. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy. That's why you and I have an inheritance because of his mercy. No, no, not mercy. Abundant mercy. Don't miss that word. Ephesians 2, 1 says, and you who are dead in trespasses and sins has he now reckoned, made alive, quickened. I was talking to somebody last week and they said, man, you know, we were talking about way back when, you know, when I was out there in the world party and everything, I could never go back and live that over. Couldn't do it. NCO club on the base. Johnny Walker red, black, old granddad. Unlike y'all, I went on drugs, so I, you know, I'm I'm naming liquor. (laughs) Running the streets. Here's why I couldn't go back. Because I have a treasure. I have the Holy Spirit living on the inside now. And I can't live and stay in habitual sin. Somebody need to preach this stuff now. Can I get a witness? That, that, that the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, is that because of the Holy Spirit in us, we have an abundant mercy. Now, what is mercy and what is grace? Grace is love you and I don't deserve. Mercy is not giving us what we do deserve. If I ever did a series on mercy, we should run around this church for five weeks. Can I get away? five weeks? When you got up this morning, did you break out in a praise to Jesus? No, or you belong in hell. Hmm. Yeah, it's tight. Did you help your neighbor? No, you belong in hell hmm yeah are you living in open sin you belong in hell hmm interesting abundant mercy you cannot fathom truth until truth starts at home where the lord brought me from do, do I have a witness and see, once, once I understand where the Lord brought me from, now I'm free, I'm able, I'm liberated to help you get to where you need to get. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. I, I got I to go to four men. The four men who had a friend that was paralyzed. He couldn't walk. They put him, hey amen, they were trying to get to Jesus. Everything was crowded. Nobody could get to Jesus. They put him on a, a, a stretcher. They, they put him on a rope. They lowered him from the roof. They broke the roof open. They 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 actually broke the roof open just to lower him down in the presence of Jesus. And when the and when the cop came down in the presence of Jesus, Jesus said, I'm gonna heal him for their faith. You you don't understand how this thing works. It's your faith that's gonna deliver somebody else. It's your faith that's gonna help somebody that can't help themselves. So you say, well, I got relatives who are sinfully paralyzed, then lower them down in front of Jesus. When you can't talk to Jesus, when you can't talk to the person about Jesus, talk to Jesus about the person. Tight. It's tight. It's tight. But what about this inheritance? I'm glad you asked. Verse 4: it's incorruptible, it's undefiled. No possibility of decay. And we are kept by the power of God until the final summit of salvation. Lord have mercy. He goes on in verses 10, and I don't want to cover 12 and 13. He says, and the prophets of the old testament desire to have this salvation. Couldn't have it. In fact, angels looked into it. They couldn't get it. But you and I have been privileged with it because Jesus died in our place, because Jesus is Lord, because Jesus is Savior, because Jesus is Alpha and Omega, beginning and the ending, because Jesus shed his blood on the cross of Calvary went to the grave and rose the third day with all power in his hands. Because you put faith in Jesus, and it's not your faith, it's his faith in you. Can I get a witness? For by grace, I I, got to put this in here, for by grace are we saved through faith, and that faith doesn't belong to you. It's the gift of God, lest any man should start boasting. It's God's faith. Turn to your neighbor and say, God gave me the faith to get saved. Look what he says. You got the insurance of a protected promise. Mm. Secondly, we have the insurance of a projected purpose. We go from a protected promise, which is our inheritance in Christ. And I can say a lot more about inheritance. I don't have time. We are adopted. And everything belongs to Jesus, Belongs to us now. the strength of adoption is that you don't wait till you turn 18 or 19 or somebody dies you get it immediately, immediately. when you put faith in Christ Amen. check it out now he gets to verse 6 we're in process projected purpose look what he says wherein he says ye Greatly rejoice. Now stop. What in the world am, am I going to rejoice because trouble and difficulty is in my life? Hmm. Look what he says though, now for a what? Season. That trouble will not last always. It comes and goes. Are y'all, are y'all getting this? Uh, tr- trouble, trouble comes into the life of the believer, and God has already given it an exit date that it's got to leave. Amen. And and when it comes in, trouble comes in with a purpose in mind. I'm preaching this time. So you sitting there in your bed talking to trouble, trouble. Who let you in my door? And the, and and the trouble says the providence of God. God opened the door for me. All right, trouble, God let you in. Now, how long are you going to stay? He says, only for a little while till I work out this thing. Do I have a witness? See, Luke 15, the, the prodigal son, he went away and wasted all of his money and goods on riotous living and then being broke, he came to a sentence. You know, being broke will bring you to your senses. Money, 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 money. You, you ain't got no money. Like you. I'm getting low now. And the boy started talking to himself. Then he started talking to himself. Green. He said, well, let me, my father, my father's rich. What am I out here eating swine for? Let me, what am I eating corn that belongs to swine? Let me go on back and let me humble myself, principle, principle. Let me get low, principle. Let me get sober-minded, principle. Let, come on now. Let me go back and tell my father, Father, I'm not worthy to be your son. Just make me an indentured slave. Mm. This one is deep. Mm. if need be now the problem with us is what God says you need you telling God you don't I don't need no suffering I don't need no difficulty in my life I just need him to move out (laughs) I just need her to vacate the premises in in, in the deep how we, I say we, when our eyes come off God, don't we start attacking each other? And don't we start blaming each other? How many of y'all know we blame each other? You gotta give Adam credit. Adam said, the woman you gave me made me do it. Now, I didn't find her by accident, you brought her to me and took one of my ribs to make her. (laughs) <laughs> ah. I don't know if y'all have been in a mar- I don't, I don't know if y'all have been in marriage counseling I have and there everybody's you know the counselor is the only one in the room with joy <laughs> everybody else is in a defensive position everybody else is angry come on now isn't that right and so uh and, and you got to give these counselors credit because they get paid a lot of money to say one thing. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> that's, all, that's all they trained to say. They got doctorates. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> I want to kill her. How does that make you feel? You, <laughs> <laughs> so you get in counseling and the counselor says, well, why do you think this problem came about? What? <laughs> I ain't had no problems. I'm married, huh? I ain't no problems. I married him. Come on, now. Oh, yeah. Stuff is funny. And then here's what I really don't understand. I'm glad Dr. Bettner here. Then after the session, where you know, threw knives at each other. You're angry. You want to kill. Then he says, well, my time is up. Yeah. <laughs> now you got to go out the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. And you probably came in one car. We came out. She's so going to say, "Are you going to take me home?" <laughs> We're going to say, "Call a cab. I ain't fooling with this." <laughs> Check it out. Look what God is doing. If need be, you are in heaviness through many-sided trials. Mm. And 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 then God says, "This." projected purpose is because verse 7 and I'm going to get to verse 7 momentarily he's saying I want you to grow in your mind, your ministry, your marriage your, your, your mending fences your relationships I, I need you to grow uh, Abraham was and, 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 and we'll do the patriarchs Abraham was tested to do what? to go get and give to go leave the early aldeans Chaldees. He was going, not know where he was going. He was tested to get. Chapter 16, Sarai came up with this brilliant plan. It didn't work. He had to wait 14 more years for a son, a promised son, and then tested to give. God waited till uh, Ishmael had left the house. Hagar's son, which represents the flesh as an allegory in Galatians chapter 4. Flesh got out the door, and God let Abraham get attached to Isaac, which means laughter. And then God says, okay, take your son, your only son, and kill him. He was tested. And, And all you and I need to know is that when God tests you, there's always a ram in the thicket. There's always a ram in the bush. God, 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 God tested Abraham and God tested Joseph who was deceived and sold into Egypt by his own brothers. The pit became a servant in Pharaoh's house, the prison, and was supreme in the palace. And then Job was tested in the circumstances and by his own critics, you know who his critics was? His best friend. Job walked away with a conclusion. I had heard about him with the hearing of my ears, but now my eyes have seen him. You, you and I only see the magnitude of God when we're going through something and come out. Mm. This, this assurance of a projected purpose if need be, if need be, if need be, if need be. I, I was I was saying this morning, um late fifties, early sixties, I used to go to my grandmother's house, we called her nanny, she been home to the Lord. And she would be baking a cake with all the elements, all the stuff on the table. And now, you know, I'm a I'm a Betty Crocker person. Give me the give me give me the give me give me, give me the box, I got it. I got a good cake in twenty minutes. Just give me the box. <laughs> she she she's she's sitting up here with nutmeg and all these different things, and then they put it in the bowl, and they start whipping that thing. Ain't nobody had no machines. It was your, your wrists. And you keep whipping till the lumps got out. Put that thing buttered your pan, put that thing in the pan, put it in the oven, put it on 350. Ain't nobody had no alarms. Ain't no oven hit an alarm when it was done. You had to keep watching it. I'm preaching up in here. You know when God puts you in some heat, he keeps watching you. Can I get away? And then he pulls you out and starts testing whether you're done or not. So I said, Nanny, how do you know when the cake is done? She said, hand me that broom. Now, now I'm sorry, but this blew my mind. Didn't you just sweep up the kitchen? But she she used to. She used to grab a straw from the top part of the broom that didn't hit the floor. When God wants to deliver you, he gonna get something from the top that hasn't been flawed. Can I get a witness? And she put that thing in that cake and yank it out, and I said, what are you doing? She said, well, if it's crumbs on the straw, it's not done. You gotta push it back in the oven. I'm preaching up in this place. But when you're tested and there's no crumbs, that thing is ready. Do you know why some of us came in here this morning down and out? Because God took his straw and put it in you. And he still saw some crumbs. He saw some crumbs of criticism. He saw some crumbs of defiance. He saw some crumbs of rebellion and he just sticks you back in the oven. Do I have a witness? And when enough heat gets to your butt, when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to God. He'll give you fuel to finish. He'll give you a new fortitude. He'll give you a liberation. Uh, do I have a witness? That'll ex out your liabilities. And here's what God is looking for. He's looking for, yeah, verse 7, third point, the assurance of a persuasive procedure. He wants you conformed by a nurturing process that the trying of your faith, being much more precious than that of gold that perished, though it be tried with fire, might be found to the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Well what is it God you want to know when you're putting me through all this trouble? He says, "Well, I want to know uh, four things. Uh-huh. Are you able to remain? when you've been hit on every side, when the hellhounds have been on your trail, when your marriage and home is in topsy-turvy, when your feelings have been fractured, when your children are wayward, are you able to remain? Stand still, be strong, keep looking to the hills from whence cometh your help. Are, are you able, yeah, to rebound? Everybody can't rebound. Can I get a witness? Are you able to get back in the game and give it your best? Are you able to be renewed in the renewing of your mind? Are you able to rejoice in the midst of this trouble? That's why Paul Paul talked about having the treasure in the trash. Amen. Paul, Paul said, for I am, John, uh, Romans chapter 8, for I am persuaded. Now, now let me stop, Paul's and park because you are not persuaded, amen. Until you know that nothing can separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Do I have a witness? So Paul says, "For I am persuaded." I'm coming in for a landing. Well, Paul, what are you persuaded about? Paul says, "Well, let me go on this list that neither death yeah. nor life." nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing. And see, in the Greek, any other thing means if you can think of something God didn't name, throw it in there. And any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. product, the principles, the process. Mm. The final point is the assurance of God's powerful promotions, a convincing, a newness that when I come forth, God's got the timetable, but when I come out of this, I will be a better man for having gone through. Do you, do you know and 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 I want you to hear this, you know, I'm big on progressive sanctification. God, I got a long way to go, but God cleaned my life up. I mean God God, God, God cleaned up a bunch of mess that was in my life. Are y'all getting this? pornography, liquor, running the streets, NCO club, going up and down, da-da-da-da. Every time I look back, God came in, and he didn't shoot lightning bolts at 12 o'clock at night. He just walked with me. Can I get a witness? He said, take my yoke and learn of me. Learn, learn, learn of Me, can, can I get a witness? And, and as I walked with the Lord, I was weak as water, but as I walked with the Lord, the Lord would send power. Just resist the devil, you can make it. You don't need that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to think that way. You don't have to walk that way. You don't have to talk that way. I've given you power! And the power that I've given you the power that I've given you the power that I've given you, the power that I've given you, Given you, Jesus took his disciples. He was he. Uh, uh, Mary and Martha sent a, a servant come to see Lazarus. He's dying. Jesus went the opposite way. And here's what he told disciples: I'm glad for your sake that I was not there to the intent that you may believe. Do I have a witness? Sometimes God delays because. He wants us to depend on him. Sometimes he delays because he wants us to declare him. Sometimes he delays because he wants us, amen, to, uh, yeah, disclose him. Uh, Do I have a witness? And and child of God, when you look at this deliverance that's here, your growth, your grit, his glory, I am reminded as I close that God has a whole theology for trouble whole theology. He's given us the product, chapter 5, the principles, chapter 5, and the process, chapter 1. I'm reminded of a minor prophet called Habakkuk. Habakkuk 3 is one of my greatest war stories because Habakkuk argued with God. How can you, Lord, Take the unsaved and chasing your own children how can you put us through all of this and say you love us how can you bankrupt us and say, and call it a blessing do I have a witness so Habakkuk Habakkuk comes to this point in verse 17 I'll we'll turn to chapter 3 though the fig tree may not blossom nor the fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olives may fail. The fields yield no food, though the flocks are cut off from the fold. And there's no herd left in the stalls. In other words, everything is falling and failing. What have you learned, Habakkuk? Yet, I will. It's act of your will. I will rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> Uh, I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength. St. Matthew's is not my strength. My theological degrees are not my strength. Can I get on? The Lord is my strength. Do I have a witness? Ah, uh, uh, The Lord is my strength. And here it is. He will make my feet like feet the feet of deer now wait a minute I'm closing why do you need hinds feet because a deer has the ability there are some suction cups in their feet so when they're skipping up the mountainside they never slip and fall the suction cups helps them to hold on while they're in flight, do I have a witness? And what God does when he gives us strength, he puts suctions in our soul so that no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. He puts suctions in our soul. I've been young now and I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor seed begging bread. He puts Uh, suctions in our soul. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy will come in the morning. He puts suctions in our soul. That's why the psalmist said, Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation, I was purchased of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praise Him, praise Him, praise Him, my Savior. the day long well preacher what are you talking about trouble well first of all there's a time on trouble i'm coming out of this then god's got trouble doing something for me he's gonna mature me he's gonna establish me come on now he's gonna strengthen me he's gonna settle me he's gonna fix something in me can i see that's the good news of the gospel god is always working on something He's working on my heart, working on my will, working on my mind, working, working on my testimony. Do I have a witness? So as we start this series of the principles, amen, and promises of God, the first area is there are principles to your trouble. It's only going to last for a night. But when I come forth, I'm going to be like Pure gold. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Don't you want to be like pure gold? Don't you want to come forth victorious? Don't you want to shout at the end? He's worthy. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus Christ is God's only begotten son and the son of God. He died for your sins and mine. He was buried and rose again the third day with all power in his hand. If you want to be saved this morning, just raise your hand. You want to give your life to Jesus. And I guarantee you, this process will begin in your life. Your name will be written in Lamb's Book of Life. You would not go to hell if you get saved. You get saved, saved, saved. Is there one you want to give your life to Christ? He said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Or perhaps you want to join this church in your Christian spirit. We'd love to have you. Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Praise his name. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the product, the principles, the processes of difficulty and how you specialize in working everything out for our good and your glory. Now God sensitizes to the difficulties that are in our lives and help us to praise you in the midst of them. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what you've already done. It's me, it's me, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Not my wife, not my husband, not my children, it's me. I need an operation this morning. And we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion, bless the blessed Holy Spirit, rest rule and abide with each of us we'll now and forevermore. Church, say amen. amen. Wednesday, 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 you need to be here. We love you. God bless you, have a great day.